Chapter 28 Jumping at Shadows Things could have carried on like that forever, I suppose. Going for this, going for that, sleep it off. More crocodile eggs, wheat, honey, a rock hammer. Or rest. Stare at the walls. Listen to music. Wander the halls. Magic box of Solomon prophecy. Fetch the water. No, wait. Del Morgan didn't ask me to get that. It was the dragon who wanted the water, not Del Morgan. She had only asked for Dragon's breath. A dragon had wanted something for his trouble. Maybe Del Morgan wanted the water of life, sent me to the dragon to send me for the real prize. Maybe that was the only way to go after it. Indirectly. Too many people notice when you chase after what you want. Send the fool after the wrong thing. Nobody pays attention. Not knowing this, of course, I failed to get the water of life. She was stuck with Dragon's breath. Oh, well, none of which I could say for certain, only imagine it. Believe that I'd actually done something, poked Del Morgan in the eye, failed to get what she didn't tell me she wanted, and thereby defied her. Sure, sweet dreams are made of these. Del Morgan had asked for dragon's breath, and I had delivered. Anything else was just a misunderstanding on my part, wishful thinking. I denied her the water of life, which she didn't want. It's like the bit with the chains. I couldn't break the chains until the dragon told me to, at which point it was no longer an act of defiance. It was a mission, doing what I was told. He robbed me of my freedom by giving me my freedom, which somehow falls into the same category as failing to get the water of life for Del Morgan, which she'd never asked for. So by not getting it, I was defying her and bringing her what she wanted. Dragon's breath was an act of rebellion, bidding in her eye, by giving her what she wanted. Oh, this all sounded so much better a couple minutes ago. The dragon was ticked, I'm sure of that. He held me prisoner and then let me go because I said I wasn't his prisoner. Promised to get the water of life, but I didn't do that. Didn't even go back for dragon's breath, which is what I said I was going to do. Now, that was a slap in the face. That'll teach him for leaving me chained to a wall until my arms fall off. Okay, uh, they didn't literally fall off, but it sure felt like they did. Besides the point, anyway, the point is that I didn't go back. I didn't give the fucker what he wanted. Just cling to that, remember it forever. And that is how things could have gone. Petty victories, little squabbles, screwing up the errands in little ways until Del Morgan cracked 
killed me, sold me, tortured me for three thousand years of wasted investment, I win. Lose face, lose faith, lose money. If Del Morgan cracks, I win. If she beats me, I win. Turns me into a toad, a sloth, South African swallow, I win. And what a depressing way to run a railroad. The glass is half full, my ass. I didn't want to live like this. Little monsters, pathetic creatures living for the moment where I could misunderstand a direction. Watch Del Morgan piss and fume, hoping that she kills me. Hunt at Romana watching from the wings, waiting for the moment when Del Morgan cracks. Smiles on their faces as their mistress removes my bones one by one. I bet I could enlist their aid. That was actually reason to do good. So Hannah and Romana wouldn't get the satisfaction of watching me burn. Life is compromise. Or maybe Del Morgan had told them to hate me so that I wouldn't enlist their aid. So I wouldn't fight Del Morgan to defy Hannah and Romana. My brain's gonna explode. So what was I gonna do? Lie around, do nothing, wait for the next errand, hoping I could screw it up. What a waste. All I had to do was get up, right? Get off my ass, stop staring at the wall. Come on, you can do it. Don't have to lie there like yesterday's corpse. There's a world waiting things to do, places to see. All I had to do was leave. Walk out the door, never look back. Wait for the moment when Del Morgan squashed my heart. She would do it, too, when she knew I wasn't coming back, when I'd found my own little corner of the world. That would be it. The end. Would I know? Would I feel it? Her fingers on my heart, slipping around the pulse and beating heart, squeezing until flesh ruptured muscle burst like an overripe tomato, dripping all juice and dry seeds. Would I feel it? Of course, maybe things weren't so dire. I had reason to believe that if I really wanted my freedom, all I had to do was ask. Just walk up to Del Morgan and say enough is enough. I want to be released to firm service. I want no more errands. I want to be free. And that's all it would take. She couldn't resist honor or something. I would go free. Walk out the door and never look back. I might try it. I might. Just because nobody's ever tried it doesn't mean it won't work. There's just one thing. Did freedom include my heart? It was possible that I could ask for my freedom. I understood that. If it was true. But I knew it was possible to try. I don't think freedom included my heart. And that was the reason I kept my mouth shut. I had to find my heart. And that was all there was to it. But first things first, I had to get off my ass. I had to do something. I couldn't spend all my time waiting for the next errand. What I do between jobs, I don't know. I never thought about it between jobs. What was I doing right now at this very moment? It, it, it's a good question. 
never bothered with such stuff before. Maybe I had done enough errands that it was starting to leak through. Had thought such thoughts while waiting for the bus, wondering long enough that it was still sloshing around when I made it back. So I had to do something. I had to get out. Just get out. Walk out the front door, stare at the sun, the moon, the passing sky, look at all the people walking the streets, make fun of their jobs. I don't know anything. First I had to get up. So get up already. Nothing's stopping you. Walk out the door. Find the front door. I think I left it in the kitchen. That was a long time ago. It's not in the kitchen yet. You know where the door is. Walk to the elevator. Wait a second. Am I really at the elevator or just thinking? God, I hate this place! Okay, really get up this time. On your feet, walk to the door. Am I wearing clothes? Okay, keep going. Find the door, the elevator. Push the button, look at the wall, not the door. Don't look back to Del Morgan's door. Study the elevator, knowing that at any moment, the doors will open, split down the middle, reveal a tiny chamber. Okay, ride that thing to the lobby, the place where door sits, not the front door. Door, the guy who sits behind the desk, the really helpful guy. That is who sits in Hell's lobby. That guy! Where are you going? My hand on the door. I can see daylight. I can see the world beyond the way, at least for a while. Clear my head, breathe air, wander streets where I used to live. It's the world out there, the real world, with real people and places and things, talking, laughing, arguing, politics, some place where nobody knows your name. I can see it. I've got my hand on the gate. I turn. I look. Dora sitting behind his desk, his paper mache desk, watching me, looking at me, wondering what I want, what I am doing. What am I doing? Where am I going? This audio recording of The Fearful Cacidian, Bit the Tail on the Donkey, is copyright 2010 by Keith T. Jones. All rights reserved.